Know who you are. Today we are basing ourselves on a pasuk that isn't directly in the Yevomus uh, parsha. In fact, it's from Breshis, from Pashas Lech Lecha. Vahakimoti et briti beiniu veinecho vein zarecha acharecha l'dorotam livrit olam. I will keep my covenant with you and with your children, your children, and your seed after you forever as a covenant of of permanence of of, of eternity. Liyot lechale lukim to be for you a god ulazarecha acharecha and to your seed after you. So that posuk is, you see, weaves into our parsha, because into our sugya, because our Gemara starts off with a question on the Mishnah that says all women, if they've had a previous man, marriage which has ended, whether by death or divorce, may not remarry until three months have passed. And the Gemara says, Bishlam Yevama Kedamara. Understand why that should apply to a Yevama, because there's a very serious risk in a woman remarrying. In a situation where we're not sure whether or not she could be pregnant, because if a man does yivama, yibum with a yivama who could be pregnant, if in fact she is pregnant and the child survives, then the deceased brother had a child. If the deceased brother had a child, yibum should not have taken place. If yibum should not have taken place, then that relationship is not only not a mitzvah, it's forbidden, very seriously forbidden, because he's now married to his sister-in-law, to his brother's wife. And, they, and his brother has children, so the mitzvah of Yibum isn't there to remove that prohibition. The prohibition stays in place. So in order to be sure that he's marrying, he's doing Yibum with a woman who in fact, whose husband in fact had no children, it's important that he waits the three months to be clear on that. But why is it so terrible if an ordinary woman um, married to a man with children, uh, the man dies and she wants to remarry to somebody else after, after a month, let's say, and why is it so important that we have to know for sure that the ch- that she's not pregnant? Uh, we have to know for sure that the child, if there is a child that, that is born later on, that the child comes from the second husband. What, why does it matter if it comes from the first husband or the second husband? Since in the in any event, the, in any event, the two husbands are brothers. Answers the Gemara. Omar Rav Nachman Omar Shmuel. There are two answers. One is Rav Nachman in the name of Shmuel. One is Rovin. Rav Nachman in the name of Shmuel says Mishum de Amar Kro. There's a posuk, and that's the posuk we've to- we've talked about. That's the posuk back in Lech Lecha. Liot Bchale Lukim Ulazar A Acharecha, and for your seed afterwards, I will be a god to you. So we've got to know whether you are the child of the first father of the. Of, of the first brother who died, or you're the child of the second brother who did the Yibum. We need to know that. Why? Says Rashi. Rashi says an astonishing thing. Because the Shechino does not attach itself to people who are uncertain about their paternity. That's an, an amazing concept, and we'll discuss uh, in, in today's year why that is. And we, in fact, have that in a Gemara in the Dorim, based on a posuk in Yechezkel that says, I will sift out from among you those who have rebelled against me and sinned. Uh, and the Gemara says that there are nine different categories of people included in that group from who, that, that Hashem will sift out of the nation. And one of them is B'nai Ibuvia, which Rashi in the Dorim says, Rashi in the Dorim is not... The Rashi that we know, but he's one of the Rishonim, probably one of the Bali Tosfot, um, explains in one of his perushin of what B'nai Yibuvia means. It means somebody who is born after a second marriage and where we're not sure because he could be a child of a nine-month term pregnancy 
and then he is the son of the first husband, or it might have been a shorter pregnancy, a seven-month pregnancy, and he might be the son of the second husband, and we don't know who the father really is. That is a person that Hashem says, I will sift those people out because my Shekhinah can't rest on you with people in the community who don't know who the father is. And even if it's not a vague, I don't know, my father could be anybody, I just don't know who the father is. It's not even that. It's my father is either Ruven or Shimon. <coughs> it's one of those two brothers. That's enough to make you a Bnei Irbuvia. That's enough to make you uncertain about your paternity. And the Shulchan Aruch, using the Rambam's Psach, actually brings this Lahalachai and brings the comment of Lavchim ben Zarosha Rishon, Zarosha Lacharon, that the purpose of this law of the three-month delay is to distinguish between the children of the first and the children of the second, which is the wording used by Rav Nachman in the name of Shmuel. And the Rambam and the Shulchan Aruch do not say that the reason is Gzeir Hashem Rova gives a different reason. Rova says the reason that you need the three months is because if one doesn't know who the father is, you could have enormous problems of arayot. Somebody could land up marrying their sibling, uh, the problems with Yibum, there are all sorts of problems that that result from that, and Rova names three major problems that could result from being uncertainty about paternity. So Rova says the reason is a technical halachic reason, whereas Rav, whereas Rav Nachman Amar Shmuel says there's a spiritual reason, there's a Kabbalistic reason, but it's based on a posuk in Breshis, and it's based on a Gemara in Dedorim, and therefore the Rambam brings it l'halacha, and so does the Shulchan Aruch. Um, also the case that the Gemara talks about where two people, um, a man and a woman, non-Jewish, are married, and the two of them decide to convert. The din is that after they've both converted, they must remarry, but they, they too must wait three months before they remarry. And the Gemara says, why would that be the case? What is, what is the purpose? There's no requirement here to be able to distinguish between these two Fathers, there's only one father. So imagine that that Peter and Jane are married to each other and and Peter and Jane convert. And now Peter's called Pesach um, and uh, Jane is called Miriam. And the ch their child, the child who's thereafter born, needs to know whether he was the son of Peter or the son of Pesach. And yes, physically they're the same human being, but spiritually they're not. One is Jewish and one is not. They're two completely different beings. And he needs to know, if he doesn't know which is his father, that too is a, a, is a B'nai Irbuvia. Uh, this is a kind of a, a mixed up child. Uh, and therefore, in that case too, there's lavchin ben zerash in Kedusha. You need to know whether the child was conceived in Kedusha, in in the state of Jewishness, or not, because that also is part of the of the knowing who your father is. In understanding this this idea, this Kabbalistic uh, spiritual idea, uh, I heard from uh, in the name of of Reb Shmuel Eliezer Stern, who's a Dayan in Bnei Brak. Uh, who explained this in the name of, of Rav Vosner, who was his Rebbe, um, who, who uses the posuk in Bamidba, Ish avotam Yisrael, that each person stood by his flag, the, the emblem of his flag, according to Beit Avotam, his father's family. So the, the grouping, what community you belong to, is determined by your father's family. And, and they, in that way, they camped around the Ohel Moed. And the Medrash Rabbah on that posuk 
associates it with a posik in Tehillim, when we win the wars where we're attacked and we are victorious, we will celebrate your salvation, we say to Hashem, and in the name of Elokeinu, our God, Nid Gol, and that comes from the word Degel, we will celebrate our flags. And the Medra says that, um, that we'll say to Hashem, Hashem attached his name to our name and made us into flags. In other words, this idea of our our flags, unlike a a non-Jewish army, a regular army where units are divided and each one has an emblem, but they're not divided based on who the fathers are and what the yichas is and what the families are. It's either randomly divided or according to what your function, the function you're given in the army and what you're going to do. But with the digalim, with the flags of Machane Yisrael, that was by family, that was by your father's family. And that was needed for Hashem to be cover His name in our name. For Hashem to blend His name into our name requires that we know what our names are. And each one of us has a name, so-and-so, Ben, so-and-so. That's our name. I am Ruvain, the son of Yaakov. That's how I'm defined. I'm defined not only by my own identity, but also by my father's identity. And if I don't know who my father is, even if I'm only confused about whether his Reuven or his Shimon is one of two different people, not a vague, generic uh, situation, but, but I know he's either one of the, uh, of the or the other. That too is called B'nai Buvia. That's identity uncertainty. And to be uncertain of identity is enormously problematic in our relationship to Hashem and the degree to which Hashem attaches his Shekhinah to us. Because our identity does come from our Father, the Moshe tells us at the end of the of the Torah that when we want to know what our tradition is, when we want to know how to do things, when we want to know the history of our nation, ask your father. Don't ask somebody else's father. Don't ask a university professor. Ask your father, your elders, your great-grandfather, your grandfather, great-grandfather, the Zekenim, the Chachomim of your generation, the Yomrulach, they will tell you. So to know your background, to know your history, to know your Masoira, your Minhag, check back into your father's being. And if you don't know who your father is, then how can you know who you are? Because then you don't have clarity about what your background is and what your Masoira is and what your Minhag is. And we see that happening today, particularly in Eretz Israel, where there are two trends. There is the trend of creating one melting pot of people. So all the different communities come together and now there's one way of davening, a, a new kind of Nusach, which is a form of Nusach Sfarad, which has become accepted by most of the shuls, nearly all the shuls in Israel. Everybody davens that Nusach, even though your father and your grandfather never davened that Nusach. And people take on certain minhagim that now become the minhag Eretz Israel, the way, the way things are done in Eretz Israel. But there are communities that instead of the melting pot philosophy, think of it as the tapestry. Uh, of, of different communities coming together and collaborating together, but each community keeping its identity. And we see that in the Hasidish world, the Geira Hasidim and the Vishnitsa Hasidim and the Belza Hasidim uh, and the Lubavitcher and the Hasidim. Each one keeps their own tradition strictly and follows their own Mesoira, their own Minhagim, their own background, the teachings of their own Rabbeim. And so it is with some of the Sephardi communities uh, that, that the, the Jews of Yemen, there will be Yemenite communities and Jews from Rome that have a community um, and, and Jews from Syria. They each, each 
community where there's pride in my background and who I am, that there's a desire to retain that because that's where the pride comes from. This is where I come from. Once you lose contact with your father's tradition and your grandfather's tradition, then you become like an, like an immigrant that has no background, that no, has no history, that has no story. And not only are you lacking in identity, but then the result of that is the Shekhinah does not attach itself to you in the same way. And so it's critically important that we understand who we come from and where we come from. And of course, we can have wonderful friends from across communities and we can learn with each other and we can do business with each other and do chesed with one another. But still, when it comes to minhagim, the way we daven, the way we learn, the method with which we learn, follows a tradition. Uh, and it's important that we know, I know who my rabbeim are. It's important that I know who their teachers were and their teachers' teachers and to be able to follow it all the way, all the way back so that I have certainty. doesn't mean mine is the only way. I understand there are lots of other people whose tradition is different from mine and who have learned with a different methodology. And that's wonderful. And we can learn with each other and learn from each other, provided I have clarity and and firmness and I'm well rooted in my own tradition, then I can be secure enough to explore the traditions of others, which is why in, in our shul in Rainana in particular that we follow the not only a Minag Ashkenaz, that our Minag is Minag Ashkenaz, that our tradition is the Lithuanian tradition, that our Nusach, the way we daven is Nusach Ashkenaz, uh, and the way we learn is the school of the Vilna Gon, so that the people who, who are learning with me there and the people who are davening with me there are secure. They know where they come from. And in our shul, we do have people who are not from a Lithuanian background. We do have people who are from different places and, and different traditions. And, and, and that's fine. That's wonderful. That's beautiful. But at least the shul knows what it stands for. And the majority of people in the shul do come from a Lithuanian background. And it's one of the few shuls that maintains a tradition, that maintains its background. And, and encourages people to understand who they are, where they come from, and what their background is, in order that from a place of personal security and knowledge of identity, I can freely associate and respect and honor the traditions of others because I'm in no way insecure about, about my own tradition. Uh, and that enables, Emir uh, uh, as, as Rashi says, that the Shekhinah can be Shorah, uh, that the Shekhinah, that Hashem will allow His Shekhinah to rest upon those who are secure in their identity, in their father's identity, and in where they come from. <laughs>